Hello, and welcome to Eyes on Success, a weekly program covering a wide variety of topics of interest to people with vision loss. I'm Nancy Goodman Torpy. And I'm Pete Torpy. This is a gift from blind people to the rest of the world. You know, this was designed by blind people, and we recognize that we are what, what in tech world is called an extreme use case. And if it works for me, it works for anybody. And today's guest actually started this new navigation app based on his own needs, and we'll see how it works for him and how it might work for other people. The Waymap app was designed to assist visually impaired people navigate through transportation systems in cities around the world. Requiring no cell or Wi-Fi signal, the app is accurate down to one meter or three feet, both indoors and outdoors. We'll talk with CEO Tom Pei about the motivation to develop the app, how it works, and their plans to expand its use. And we timed the airing of this episode to coordinate with their very exciting announcement this week that now Waymap covers all bus routes and 100 metro stations in Washington, D.C. But first for our tip of the week, this week's tip comes from Tom Pei. The reason that I was able to get back into the world was because a guy took me aside one day. So my tip of the week is that When you can accept who you are, the good parts and the bad parts, then every day for the rest of your life will be a success. You know, on behalf of all the people who will benefit from using Waymap that was created from a need of yours, thank you. Thank you very much. And just as an aside... Tom actually was fully sighted until he lost his sight rather suddenly in his late 30s. So he did make that transition. It is possible. And this app is something that he developed and got started because it was going to help him. And as long as it was going to help him, he decided it could help people all around the world. So thank you, Tom. Support for Eyes on Success is provided by APHConnectCenter.org, empowering people toward independence and success by providing blogs, information, and resources for individuals of all ages who are blind or visually impaired. Information and referral line are at 1-800-232-5463. You are listening to Eyes on Success. Success. Let's start by meeting Tom. My name is Tom Pei, and I'm the founder and chief executive of Waymap Limited. Most of our listeners and most of your prospective users have visual impairments. Do you? Yes. I lost my sight when I was 39. At the time, I was an international investment banker. I was doing quite well. It absolutely um, floored my confidence. I walked away from life for four years. Um, and actually, the, the way, way map story began after those four years when I met a remarkable gentleman who kind of put me back on the right track again. 
Support for Eyes on Success is made possible in part by our corporate partners. Find out more about partnership opportunities by sending an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net. This week's focus topic is the Waymap Navigation System, how it originated and how it works. Tom, give us an idea of how you got involved in creating Waymap and how it got started. I joined an organization called the Guide Dogs for the Blind Association in the United Kingdom. Um, and I was very lucky in so far as they gave me some research money. I also applied to a number of universities and I partnered with the University of Cambridge and Reading, their cybernetics teams. Um, and we built the world's first audio-based navigation system for blind people. And it was very successful, it worked. The problem was that you had to wear a very heavy laptop on your back with a thing like a bent coat hanger coming out of it. And all of the equipment that you needed to uh, navigate, you wore on your front. So you looked like a ninja turtle with a coat hanger hanging out of your back. And um, I then moved on to uh, run an organization called the Royal Society for Blind Children. And here, seven blind young people who came together to tell us as an organization what we could do to support them and to make their lives better. And the top of their list was, we want to get around London underground, just like everyone else. I put my hand up and I said, uh, I think I can help you with that. And so was born Waymap. We applied to Google.org and we got a million dollar grant. And uh, Google asked us to go out and change the world. And we talked to blind people and, and worked with blind people across the world and wrote the world's first standard for audio-based navigation, which was published by the United Nations. So this is a project that really grew out of your own needs and a way to solve a problem that you were facing. To be honest, once I kind of got back into the way of living again, uh, I was really struck by the fact that as a blind person, uh, a lot of uh, people used to ask me what I needed. And of course, I always needed a Ferrari. But, um, you know, what I actually needed was I lost the ability to explore the real world around me. And, and I lost that because I lost confidence and because the the amount of memory that I needed in order to be able to navigate safely was too great. So between the two, my world shrank. And my research indicates that the average blind person using a white cane uses about 2.5 routes regularly, which means, you know, your world has shrunk to going to the grocery store and the pharmacy, uh, perhaps, you know, someplace else. But, um, you know, it's it, the your world shrinks when you're blind. I wasn't happy with that. I wanted to um, just get out there and explore the world like I used to. found it difficult, but again, you know, when I got on to looking at navigation, I just uh, knew that uh, that was the, the solution to um, helping people just to explore the real world around them. And, and the, just the impact of doing that for me and for other people, was this amazing uh, diminution in the amount of depression and low mood that we felt. So that's a pretty remarkable motivation for creating Waymap. Can you describe the general idea of how Waymap works? Yes. 
So having asked um, probably five to 6,000 blind people across the world um, how they would like to be able to get around, they said that um, the first thing was that they needed one app that could bring them anywhere. So instead of having a million apps, you know, one to go to the pub, one to go to the shop, one to go to wherever, yeah. Um, they just wanted one app that would bring them anywhere. The second thing was that it had to be available in their language. The third thing was that the instructions had to be clear. The fourth thing was that it had to work all of the time. In other words, if we went into a place using my mobile phone where the signal went, um, I didn't want to be lost because that would make me more lost than when I started out. So it had to be able to work with no signals whatsoever. Right, right. Customers were telling us that they didn't want to pay for infrastructure like Bluetooth beacons and so on. And the other thing then was that it had to work for sighted people. So it had to have a commercial use as well as a uh, disability impact use. That was the whole basis of how Waymap was designed. And then we had to find a technology that did that. Right. So how does it work? I mean, that's a really tall order. You have a whole lot of overlapping and, and not overlapping requirements. Absolutely. We have um, brought together probably some of the greatest minds in the world. I, I, I don't mind saying that really to solve this particular problem. So what are, we have devised an algorithm which literally turns your phone, your mobile phone into a very, very accurate navigation device. So everything you need to get around is on your phone. So if what it does is that it takes all of the sensors like the compass, um, the barometer, you know, the accelerometer, all of those sensors that are on your phone, which are lowish grade, they're not, you know, they're not the most accurate in the world. It takes all of those um, and we know that uh, they lie to you. So our algorithm takes that and by using a spraying out 5,000 possibilities of where you might be every second, it picks what we call the particle of best fit. So if you think of a spraying out um, digital uh, arrows or digital particles, those are, are particles are filtered um, by probability of where you're likely to be. That makes us about 99.9999% certain of that your next step is going to be where we predicted it's going to be. It is now accurate to 10 degrees heading, so it knows the direction in which you're facing up to 10 degrees, and it continuously corrects that. So when you start off, um, you know, there's smallish errors coming into every step. So we use a, another system called map matching, which we overlay on top of that. So the next time that you turn left or you go through a fair gate or you um, pass the gents toilet or you get on a, an escalator, because we know if you're going up or down, then we zero out any error that's in there. And that means that we're accurate all of the time up to one meter, which is the world's most accurate navigation device. For the Americans who haven't, internalize the metric conversion that's about three feet yeah yeah about yeah about three feet we're about um one to one and a half step accurate so you know we're accurate to within one to one and a half steps depending on how tall you are so you're constantly correcting as one goes along 
And I assume that for safety and confidence, you supplement all of this information by using your white cane because you want to know where the edge of the curb is so you don't accidentally step off. Precisely. Waymap is a secondary mobility device. Your primary mobility device is your uh, guide dog, your white cane, or your residual vision, and or all three of those. Those are the things that you use to keep yourself safe. And what uh, Waymap does is, whilst you're using those things and concentrating on using those things, it solves all the navigation problems for you. Now, you talked about you don't use any Bluetooth beacons throughout a facility, and GPS isn't usually that accurate. Do you have to pre-map the facility somehow ahead of time? So we take a CAD drawing of the um, area where we're going to install Waymap, uh, and we convert that CAD drawing into a a language that we use for our app so that your mobile phone can understand it. But we also do something else because CAD drawings are a snapshot of a how the architects thought that the building would look like when they designed it. It's not necessarily what was built. So we will check it out uh, by doing laser scanning. And the other thing is we take a 360-degree photographs of the internal uh, area so that we can see all of the obstacles that might be in the way. So, you know, if there are... um, poles or um you know seating areas or you know use stuff that um is not picked up on a CAD drawing we plot those in and we plot in all of the points of interest you need so the uh, disabled toilets or the you know so uh, anything that would be a point of interest and then we create that and that's a map for the area and once that map is in place we just superimpose the way map software on that and you're good to go So presumably a person who wants to navigate through this building can say, I want to find office number 202, and it will direct them there somehow? Absolutely. Um, Let let me tell you of an experiment that we did in London. There's a theatre in London, the Shakespeare Theatre in London, the Globe Theatre, which is round. And the customers sit on little logs that you know that are round logs. Uh, we're actually able to get somebody to the correct log, and that's in a round building. Yeah, so yeah, you can get to your office, you get to your hotel room. Um, in fact, if you and I wanted to meet up, give, if you share your way map with me, I can get to within one meter of you. So, which is great if I have to go to a restaurant and say meet you in a restaurant. Um, I can get to within one meter of you. So it's it's um, a, a pretty, pretty remarkable piece of kit. Does this rely on the phone's camera at all or just its internal mechanical location systems? So in the solution that we've just rolled out in Washington, we have in there a facility whereby if somebody really feels that they would like to validate where they are, they can take the camera out and simply press a button. We would take an image and we can uh, relocate you to within 40 centimetres, which would allow you then to continue on on your journey. It's really a a fail-safe mechanism. Uh, As an Irish person, we say to be sure, to be sure. Um, And and indeed, we also have what we call an off-ramping system. So if 
you know, I've often got myself into a situation where I just have lost confidence so much. And, you know, solving the problem of where I am is no longer, you know, something that I'm kind not capable of doing. But, you know, it just seems like I got into an anxious state. So I can off-ramp and, uh, and use an organization like Be My Eyes or something. We can get you through to somebody at Be My Eyes who will talk you through, or, or indeed one of our customer services reps will talk you through and get you back onto track again. Well, it's really good for such an important service to have some backups and redundancy built into the system. Well, totally. Uh, you know, the whole thing here is about confidence and memory. Uh, yeah, that, those were the two things that I know that I lost when I lost my sight. Confidence is I'm not a fool. If I'm going to go out, I want to know I can get to where I'm going safely and I can get home equally safely. And memory is that I don't have to um, be able to memorize all of the things that I need to do that I can rely on something else to give me that memory. So that's why we've got to build in everything we can do to raise confidence in users so that they can get out and you know use the uh, facilities of a city or a town much more than what we as blind people are currently doing. So you mentioned several specific venues where you've already rolled out this system, the London Underground, the Globe Theater, the Metro in Washington, D.C. What all is involved for the venue to make it so that Waymap will work in their venue? What do they have to do for you so that you can roll it out? If we take um, uh, Washington, D.C., they've got to give us access to all of the passenger information and all of the bus information and all of the station repair type information. So in other words, if there's an escalator down or an an elevator down, um, we need to know that, but we need to know it very quickly. So WMATA, we are currently saying, well, you know, by the time you announce that to the public, um, some of our users uh, that are using wheelchairs, for instance, could be at the station. We need to know faster. So we're, we're trying to find a way of making their information much more accessible and much more usable for disabled people. So once we have access to their information and their networks, then we're able to curate that and give that to you in a way that solves your journey problem. So you also get real-time information about when the next bus is coming so that once you get to the bus stop, you know when you're going to find your bus? The whole idea is that um, I leave my home and I want to go to meet you at a restaurant in, say, in, say Washington, D.C. So Waymap will take me to my bus stop. It will tell me when the next bus is coming that I need. So it will tell me if the first bus that's coming is the number one and I need the number two bus. Um, It'll tell me when the number two bus is coming in, not to get on the number one bus. I get on the number one bus, it will tell me where to get off to go on a metro system. It'll take me to the platform. It'll tell me when the train is coming. tells me when to get off the train, out of the metro system, and it will then help me to walk to the restaurant, and if the restaurant was mapped, I can meet you in there too, within one meter. So it sounds like Waymap not only works within many of these venues, but can also be used between venues and outside, and you don't have to rely on some other mapping service or Google or Apple Maps or something like that. 
totally, you know, we, we jokingly say we're Google Maps on steroids and we work indoors. So, yes, uh, we have a very accessible solution for outdoor navigation. And again, it's accurate to within one meter. And what it doesn't do is it doesn't go silent on you. It, it tells you when you're passing points of interest and so on. So if you're passing say, a a UK store like Marks and Spencers, it'll say, you're passing Marks and Spencers on your left. Well, it gives me a mental map of where I am and it allows me to position myself in my head as well as um, relying on Waymap. Where else do you anticipate launching Waymap in the future? We're currently talking to Los Angeles, uh, Vancouver, and seven cities within the um, EU and Manchester in the United Kingdom. And you talked about how important it is having it available in your language. Well, we're all speaking the same language, but there's plenty of others. What languages is it available in? It's currently available in the nine UN languages, but, um, you know, we, for instance, know that in Los Angeles, Armenian would be a, a language that would be required. So we just put it in Armenian. It's very simple. We can put it in any language you want. And a part of what I said was for this to be successful, uh, it has to not just work for disabled people. And I'll just come back on that point in a minute. It has to work for everybody. So the fact that it's in in other languages means that the 10 million visitors that come to Washington, D.C. every year, not all of whom speak English and not all of whom can read English signs, they can now have an experience of being able to get around Washington, D.C., just like everyone else, and they don't have to kind of just figure it out as they go. They can actually plan their journeys um, and get there and have a a very enjoyable experience. And that has to be a big help in terms of getting venues and communities to sign up for the service and develop the infrastructure, because there really aren't enough blind people around to support what it takes to do this. But if you can make this available and useful to the sighted community, that's a lot larger audience. Yes, precisely. This is a gift from blind people to the rest of the world. You know, this was designed by blind people. And we recognize that we are what what in tech world is called an extreme use case. And if it works for me, it works for anybody. It is also designed to work for people with intellectual and developmental disabilities, for people in wheelchairs. And we're currently working on a solution for people who are deaf hard of hearing and deaf blind. This is truly an inclusive app. It includes everybody and using the artificial intelligence engines that will be put in next year into the system as people um, who don't need as much help to get around as say I do, Uh, by using Waymap, we can learn how they're using and routing venues. um, And that allows us to gather the smartest maps possible. And it also means that, for instance, if somebody digs a hole someplace, we can see that people are veering around what we would have thought was the intended path. And you can impute that the only reason that people are doing that is because there's something in the way. So we just update our routing for um, disabled people. And what is the economic model here? I assume the venue or community pays for getting the maps installed and all that set up. Is it a subscription in addition or, or what? 
We charge the venue owners an annual subscription for the use of the app. It is free to users and will always be free to users. Tom, what differentiates Waymap from other navigation solutions? The difference between us and other solutions is that we're what we call heads up and hands free. I used to be a guide dog user, I'm now a white cane user, but I I know that I need to be able to stand up straight um, and I need to have one hand free. Mm -hmm. And if I have to uh, wave my phone around to um, constantly find out where I am, I haven't got a hands free and I'm also losing concentration on the main job in hand, which is about keeping me safe. So that's why we've chosen the technology solution that we have. Mm-hmm. It is enormously expensive. It is enormously complicated. But it is that way because we wanted a, a, um, a total solution for everyone. Yeah, that's, that's an interesting point. As a blind person myself, I always thought that blind people ought to be born with more arms because you always have a cane in one. You're, maybe you're following someone with the other. Our bigger pockets for all the all the gizmos. The gadgets, yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. And how, how long have you been working on this, Tom? On Waymap, five years. Oh, great. Wow. wow. Is there anything else we missed, Tom? All I can say is that it's an app that has been designed by disabled people for the rest of the world. Uh, it is truly inclusive, and it is one app that would bring anyone anywhere, and it is truly unique. Sounds like it's really a a super solution for mobility and navigation. I wish you luck with it. I know I say it myself, but, you know, I honestly wake up every day amazed at how an idea can turn into reality by having talented people, but this is really a unique solution. You are listening to Eyes on Success. 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 Now for this week's final item, how to learn more about Waymap, how to get it, and how to contact them. Well, Tom, if people want to find out more about Waymap or give it a test ride, what can they do? If you're in Washington, D.C., please go on www.waymapnav.com and put in your name and say, I'd like to give it a test run and we'll be in contact with you. And if you're in other cities, please let us know that you would be interested in getting this because then we can start prioritizing the cities that we're going to start approaching in order to get this put in across the entire United States and the world. Is this available for both iOS and Android devices? It is totally available for Android and iOS, yes. And as usual, you can find all that contact information in the show notes associated with this episode at www.eyesonsuccess.net. This is a good time to remind our listeners how to use the search tool to find what they want. For example, we've done many shows on different kinds of navigation systems and ways of getting around. And if you're looking for those shows, you can type something like, navigate or navigation or just NAV into the search field on our website. Even a partial word will do it. And then you'll find links to all the shows matching your search term along with a summary of the show, links to the audio and links to the show notes. So we hope you're making use of that search tool to look for topics of interest or even shows of interest. You can put in a show number and search for a particular show of interest. 
Remember, we have over 600 episodes in our archive, which are all up on our website, sorted by year. And so that's an easy way to browse and look for shows of interest. That's it for show number 2245. Next week on Eyes on Success, we'll be talking about a recently published book entitled Over Every Hurdle. Over Every Hurdle is the third book in a series whose protagonist, Emily, suddenly loses her sight and adapts to life as a blind person. We'll speak with best-selling author Barbara Hinsky, who wrote all three books, and also with Julie Rock, the manager of Adult and Transition Services at Foundation for Blind Children in Phoenix, Arizona, about how they interacted to create this series of books. So thanks for joining us this week, and we hope you'll catch us next week to hear about Barbara's latest addition to the Emily series. You've been listening to Eyes on Success, hosted and produced by Nancy Goodman Torpy and Peter Torpy. You can access the full archive of previous shows, subscribe to the podcast, and much more by going to our website, www.eyesonsuccess.net. If you have questions about anything you've heard on the show or have suggestions for future shows, send an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net. Thank you for listening and have a nice day.